0: This is not It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Alright, well hey, hey everyone, welcome once again to the Millennium Fandom. We are kicking this bitch off with uh, the super awesome, the super funny, the very talented jake Leese. oh thank you <laughs> he's up in this bitch and uh jake what are you drinking over th- well what were you drinking i
1: then? was drinking a, a very very nice glass of uh uh jameson black barrel uh mm-hmm. that you had provided me uh James. and now i'm back to water because your boy's a little hungover today
0: oh yeah yeah just a little bit i am also following up with what was left of that bottle mm-hmm. of uh black barrel uh, it's also, very good it is so good mm-hmm. i'm telling everybody that's my go-to it's yeah. my baby and
1: it's- i'm usually i'm, usually not an Irish whiskey guy. I'm I'm usually a scotch guy um but this was treating me very very right
0: just enough smoky flavor to give it a little extra it's kind of nice yeah so but you're up here you're up here in the attic to uh because you approached me you're like hey maybe we, you know maybe i don't want to talk because originally you wanted to do warhammer 40k yeah and then you were like i think i want to adjust that i think i'd like to talk to you about the apollo program and i'm like oh Shit! Yeah, I'm excited. Um,
1: as am I. Uh, because that was something like originally, uh, Warhammer 40k was was something that I'd gotten into. Um, I think I'd gotten into it back in college. Sure, or actually in high school when I uh, got my first uh, army. This was probably 10, 11 years ago. Okay, uh, but. The more and more I thought about it, there was more about because that that universe and that that where it takes place is very, very dense, uh, yeah. and very, very big. So it's yeah. it, trying to parse out what what I even wanted to cover with that uh, was impossible.
0: <laughs> so you picked the Apollo program. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: now, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's appropriate. Um but uh, the, what I kind of wanted to talk about, too, with, with the, the Apollo program, what, what interests me a lot about it um, is basically the technical side of things. I love uh, rockets, uh, love rocketry, love orb- uh, orbital mechanics. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, it, uh, Kerbal Space Program recently, and then they they announced the uh, sequel to that coming out next year. So i am getting back into but, that.
0: Sorry to interrupt. Back up. What
1: Kerbal Kerbal Space Program.
0: Kerbal Space Program. Uh, Yeah,
1: dude, it's the best. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was something. It was like I I found it on sale on Steam. Read the reviews. People loved it. But it's a uh, um, it's a rocketry and physics simulator. So you can build uh, uh, for the most part fairly realistic rockets. Based on parts that both the Soviet and American space program use during the space race and uh, and launch them and put together full uh, 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 space missions.
0: So so is it like is it like flight simulator, but for fucking rockets?
1: A little bit, yeah. That's uh, kind of neat. And you can also do uh, airplanes and space planes. Holy And shit. S- some people have played around with the physics engine uh, to make boats. People make boats and okay. submarines. Uh, watched a video on YouTube, um, and I think it was uh, just a shout out, give credit, uh, a fellow named Matt Lowne made a, uh, one of the fir- first videos that I watched when I was trying to get into it, uh, uh, the guy built a submarine and Uh, launched it on top of a rocket, sent it to another planet, deorbited it into that planet's ocean, and then had a submarine on a different planet.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking deep. Yeah, so... But we're getting way off. We're getting way off. Yeah, we are getting off But I asked. I asked. That's 100% fair. I asked, though, because I was interested. But Mm -hmm. okay, but we wanted to talk... You you wanted to talk Apollo program. Now... Take us back, in case anybody. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody who doesn't know what the what the Apollo program is. But I mean, it was. Was it the first real sort of ambitious space program? Is that is that kind of what made it so popular? Uh, to
1: a degree, yeah. It was something that uh, back when when Kennedy had announced that by the end of the decade, and I think this was in like what when he announced It was in maybe sixty two or sixty three. Okay. Um, but he had said, uh, by the end of the decade, we are going to go to the moon, uh, yeah. and that launched off uh, um, these this this huge, um, you know that launched off the the majority of the space race. The space race had been going. Sure, obviously, Sputnik was already in orbit. Yep, uh, the U.S. already had satellites in orbit, um, and was putting uh, uh, individual uh, astronauts, or in the case of the Russians, cosmonauts into orbit for extended stays and then they would just come back down right um which all in all is a fairly uh it's going to sound uh uh diminutive to say it like this but it's uh, all in all getting into orbit and getting back out of orbit is a fairly simple process okay at least mechanics wise okay um But this was a a next step. This was trying to uh, essentially organize a rendezvous with another orbiting body Mm -hmm. uh, that is moving at speed. Sure. Um, You know, that body is the size of the moon, but it's still trying to say, I'm here. I'm already moving at, say, you know, 3,000 meters per second at orbital velocity, and I need to increase my speed to move to this other body and catch up with it. And then enter its sphere of influence and stay there. Sure. Um, so that's what the the Apollo program sort of set up to do was uh, it ramped up this this uh, this very ambitious endeavor to do that over several missions. Okay. Um,
0: How many missions do you remember?
1: Uh, well, it, the they, the original 11, uh, as far as uh, the Apollo missions themselves are concerned. But before that, you also had the the uh, uh, Gemini and then Mercury program mm. as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> now, what was it that really captured your imagination? Because I feel like everybody who's grown up, everybody who, who ever lived through that time, like even, even now to this day, I feel like they're going to look at an Apollo rocket, a, a rocket that they mm-hmm. used during the Apollo program, and say, oh, my God. Like, their imagination is just going to soar, and they're going to think to themselves, we could go fucking anywhere with yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and it's something that, like, when you look at... if it, Have you been down to uh, uh, Kennedy Space Center in Florida?
0: When I was very, very young, but I remember it very clearly because I remember... I remember walking across the parking lot and it mm-hmm. being entirely like concrete and like all of everything around candy space are being concrete and it being very bright. Yeah, and so like I could hardly fucking see <laughs> like I just remember walking around like squinting and like I can't like I couldn't even see where the buildings were like it was very oh. tough, but I remember what very vividly walking and seeing the huge rocket engines and just being absolutely blown away because they had it sectioned. Yeah, so it was great to see all the different stages of the mm. rocket like it was cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, very young, but I remember bits and pieces, but
1: well, and they've, they've got the Saturn five on display there. That is the the moon that right. the rocket yeah. that the, the Apollo program used. Uh, that rocket is massive. It's yes. huge. Um, and uh, especially as uh, the staging for it is, is incredibly uh, ingenious. Uh, and the way that that rocket functioned uh, and the way the actual payload functioned uh, was at the time uh, unheard of. It was just sort of come up with. And I, still to this day, I can't think of a really good reason as to why they did it that way. Other than it's really cool. Um, <laughs> But okay. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a a technical reason for why uh the 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 Apollo payload was sent up the way it is and I'll get into more detail about the way it was actually configured on the rocket. Sure. Um but it's uh uh it was it uh, incredibly incredibly uh, uh complicated mm-hmm. and uh and and intricate. Sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I I every once in a while anytime anytime something comes on like I'm watching TV or something anything about the Apollo program like I'm usually tuned in and like that's something that it you you sort of lose yourself in the comparisons and like, and like some of the numbers when they say you know like even when they talk about uh, a modern airplane how it has like something like 12 miles worth of like cables running through it or or yeah. some silly shit like that like imagine this fucking rocket when they start going through some of the numbers like that some of the comparative numbers you're just kind of, like you just kind of lose like the grand scheme of it like you you know when they when they say oh it has however many thousands of pounds of solid fuel in it mm-hmm. to to you know it has this this much thrust it's like you can't you can't relate to that you yeah, can't put that there's there's nothing. There's
1: no way to put that into to anything that is meaningful to you. Yeah. As a person. Yes. Yes. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it and it's difficult to do too because it's uh, when they talk about like tons of thrust, mm-hmm. right? You want to have because uh, not only are you fighting the weight that you're trying to push um, with that that uh, uh, that thrust to weight ratio, the yeah. weight that you're trying to push, but you're also fighting gravity. Yeah. So you say have. Um, you know, they'll give you, uh, uh, if you have uh, uh, 10 foot tons, or uh, sorry, uh, yeah, uh, 10 foot tons of, of propellant, or rather of, of exhaust coming up, uh, then you can lift something that is a ton up at least uh it, you know you can lift it up off the earth because one you have to you have to counteract you have to counteract the the 9.81 meters per second squared of gravity and then you also have to counteract that ton
0: god you're a fucking nerd
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like I, i'm sure I saying that wrong too but it's uh
0: no i mean it, it makes sense but yeah. it's I so when when I when you first brought this up I'm like okay he's gonna talk about all this all these theories and all this all this you know like hey did you hear about this guy or like how they did this and like you're like you're into the numbers you've you've like it sounds like have really studied the shit out of this
1: yeah when I when I first got into it the the concept that that really sort of grabbed a hold of me and and once I started figuring it out it was uh this uh, this sort of gateway that you came through, and you are like, okay, no, th- then I think I can maybe understand this. Is the concept of of uh, delta v? It's what it's referred to in rocketry, um, but essentially it's just change in velocity, your ability to change velocity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but when you are in a vacuum, that is essentially your gas mileage. Whatever your current uh, uh your your current weight is versus how much fuel you have. Uh, translates into this this number of delta v, right? If you have, uh, and that's measured in meters per second. Okay. So I, a, if I have uh, a delta v of ten meters per second, uh-huh. that means I have free range based on the weight of uh, the weight of the payload I'm trying to move, and the ev- engine efficiency that I have, and the amount of fuel that I have. I can move that payload. Uh, or change its speed by ten meters per second in any direction.
0: Jesus, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Do you see the glossed-over look in yeah, my yeah. eye? Yeah, um, and so I'll sorry. get into it.
1: Like, uh, I'll make it a little bit more relatable. But so, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're when you're going through, whenever you're traveling through a vacuum, and and the reason why I put it in a vacuum uh, is just because you know on here delta v doesn't when you have an atmosphere delta v doesn't it gets weirdly shifted because you have to you have uh air resistance things like that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but in uh in a vacuum you have to use delta v for everything you have to use fuel to do anything you have to use fuel to slow down you have to use fuel to speed up you have to use fuel to you know move in move radial in move radial out sure um and that once they started breaking that down to being able to figure out exactly what that meant and how that applied, um, that was that was really neat. Uh, and being able to sort of look at that math and say, "Oh yeah, this, this makes sense to me," because I was somebody who was never good at math in school. I didn't get good at math until I got to college.
0: Really. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'll look at you, fucking trying to plug in delta v numbers and mm-hmm. figure out trajectories. And oh, all don't that get so me wrong; shit. I
1: still can't do the uh, the equations myself. I have a calculator for that, but yeah. But it's it's uh, yeah it's it's really really neat. So so
0: what, so what the hell brought all of that on? Like I, I mean, it it just it kind of blows my mind a little bit that that. I, and I say this in the nicest way possible that anybody mm-hmm. would sit there and go, huh, I want to figure out how much thrust it would take for, or how much energy it would take for my thrust to go in a vacuum to change a direction. And
1: well, at, when I was a kid, it was a, um, you know, you get those little solid fuel model rockets that you yeah. can build and, and, yeah, launch, yeah. and they get a little guy in the, the tips so yeah, that the when, parachute. Yeah. He parachutes out. Um, I always thought that was really cool and I loved those as a kid. Yeah, So, um, but I, I would repeatedly sort of like tape, uh, take that and, and try and put it to the next level. Like I would save up bottle rockets from uh, uh, July 4th and, you know, s- masking tape those around a payload <laughs> and see how far I could get it up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it got to like staging uh, and trying to stage bottle. Ro- so oh my ways. god! Staging bottle rockets is not—it's not something I recommend. That's a good way to blow off your hand, but it's a thing. <laughs> so if you take masking tape, turns out you can uh, you can tape a ring of bottle rockets around each other, uh-huh. uh, and then when the bottle rockets pop, they blow the masking tape, and there's your first stage gone. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, and if you <laughs> intertwine the fuses, then maybe your second stage will go. Um,
0: sorry, that is that. That is your phone, Yes, yeah, sir. That's
1: my my phone and my wife is texting me. Um, <laughs> Aw, but yeah. So it was a uh, uh, it, it it was this thing I loved as a kid, and and as I became a teenager and as I became uh, an adult, it was something that just sort of fell away from me, and yeah. then managed to get back into. Uh, uh, Specifically, flight simulators, okay, um, and then KSP, and that was just sort of made me remember that I love this, and I love things that are able to go boom. And then when they don't go boom, even better. Oh sure, um, when they and, do what they're supposed to.
0: <laughs> so so really, it was it was your affinity. You you kind of had this affinity for rockets, mm-hmm. and, and you you were developing this. So then you actually started to try and replicate that with some of these those old school SDs. Yeah, fucking solid rockets. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah.
1: Those were um those were a lot of there was were a lot of fun. Uh, and 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 sort of did that whenever I got the chance. uh as, sure. as, as a kid, so that was hell yeah. That was really cool.
0: So what is it about about the Apollo program specifically then that that kind of you know in in your in your mind's eye like because I mean like you said there was the Gemini project there was you know the Mer- mm-hmm. Mercury yeah right. So what was it about Apollo? Was it was it the fact that that it wasn't just because you kind of touched on it? I feel like a little bit earlier when yeah you know it wasn't just like oh we're gonna just put something in orbit. We're actually going to fucking go somewhere else. Enter that is that is that really kind of the
1: yeah because it was it was essentially taking everything that we learned from uh, both the the Mercury and and Gemini programs and actually putting it to something that was that was useful that we could do sure. Um, And uh, uh, it's uh, so the Apollo program was the culmination of all that work uh, over the course of that decade uh, to try and and get a person, get a human man on the moon. Um, And that was uh, as far as uh, getting that, taking all that, taking all that intellectual energy, taking all everything we've learned over the past decade and let's just actually do it. Sure. Yeah. Cool, and it took 11 man. tries
0: to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we fucking did it. Yeah, USA. We, USA. Uh,
1: that's kind of another reason why I, I love it. Like, from a patriotic standpoint, it's the one thing that, uh, like, it's at least one thing that I found that we can look at as we, uh, that we did as a country. And you'd be like, no, that is, that is, that is unmitigating. That is, that is wholeheartedly good. This was, yeah. a, this is like yes. the one thing we can look at. Yeah. And like, have no shame about like this is the coolest thing we've ever done.
0: Yeah, we can't we can't exactly go wrong being like, well, we liberated Iraq.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: There's a. Uh, I mean, did we? (laughs) Did we? But at the same to that to that to that uh, Mm -hmm. to that regard, did we really go to the moon? We absolutely did. Did we we though, Jake? Yeah, Jake.
1: Did we? Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> the thing I uh, like—you'll uh, you'll get those debates. Uh, I, I I'm I'm not well versed enough in the the, the actual uh, conspiracy theories itself to to be able to combat it. Um, Adam Ruins Everything does a great video about how the moon landing could not have been faked just because the f- oh. the film technology didn't exist at the time oh, to be able okay. to do that. Okay. Um, but uh, and specifically the lighting that like the 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 way the way sunlight moves through a vacuum and the way it's hitting the lunar surface. Sure. There was no, uh, there were not lights at the time. There were not stage lights, studio lights, any lights made by man at the time capable of doing that.
0: And, and to be fair, I mean, Adam ruins everything. If, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it because he is not yet. I mean, obviously if the government's not going to allow, you know, mm-hmm. somebody to just automatically debunk, Something that's so controversial and so like wholehearted to right. to to this, but that's the, the thing too but. is that
1: the, the Soviets never tried to the uh, the Soviets themselves, even though they were very very butt hurt about not getting to the moon first because they they had their own lunar program well yeah. in the works yeah, it yeah almost yeah. beat us, um, at, but they never found any any real cause to dispute it.
0: Mm. I was just gonna say like Adam ruins everything he he is not afraid to even go after the government yeah. like any government oh, programs.
1: Oh, they absolutely they, so and they have multiple yes. times.
0: <laughs> so I, I I don't know that I feel like it's such a it is just such an odd thing like there's so much noise. I feel like just coming out of conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. I, I do entertain them sometimes because yeah. I'm like, oh, like well, that's that's not. That's not bad. A lot so- of times, there
1: is like a nugget of truth yeah. behind a lot of conspiracy theories, and and uh, don't get me wrong, it's uh, you know, like you can look at something like even not to get too way off topic on 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 conspiracy theories, but usually they are based off of something. It's usually not nearly as sinister or as, uh, uh, dangerously inept as, as they're, as they're trying to make out whatever action took place. Right. But there's, there's usually maybe something there, uh, that needs to be looked at.
0: Like the most compelling thing I think I found was, was the landing gear, how they were almost like, like the landing gear, the actual pad is like a saucer for all of them. And they said that when it landed, um, the, the kick up from the thruster, uh, from the thrust right underneath should have thrown dirt or dust into some of those saucers when yep. it actually hit, but there was none to be found. I'm like, that's interesting. Like that's, it is, but
1: you also can see that it, they, um, uh, they cut the thruster before it had a chance to kick up any lunar dust. So it oh. just sort of, uh, because the lunar gravity is so small, Sure, they just needed to slow down enough. Uh, Because they knew the weight tolerance for the uh, and and uh, they knew the weight tolerance and the force tolerance for those landing gear, Uh so they just had to slow down relative to the surface enough to where they could just float down. Oh, and that's what they did.
0: I see. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Like because and like that was that to me was like the most uh, you know Mm -hmm. resputable whatever uh, argument and you completely just fucking destroyed it. So I'm just yeah, like sweet. Oh, like, so, hey, yeah,
1: there's I, usually it's uh, as as with the case with many conspiracy theories there's usually a perfectly logical explanation to it.
0: Well, and and I always look at it like um you know to all these all these people who are like, well, "Welcome this and come that and blah blah blah." I'm like, "You know, we've never been there." Nobody's ever been there. Yep. Nobody's yeah, like nobody knows how things like we have an idea for how it's going to be, but nobody actually knows how it's going to be like exactly we, we can say like, oh, like, well, that tree may fall and it should fall this way. But then if it falls the other way, people are going to be like, oh, 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 how about that? I bet it was fucking squirrels. Mm-hmm. I bet it was fucking squirrels. I, was I like, bet it was squirrels. Or could it just be the fact that it just grew weird? Like, yeah, it could be the wind. Fuck it it, is, I mean so. it's
1: like it has to be it has to be this one very specific insidious thing. Um mm-hmm. and it it like the the idea behind that too with the uh, with faking the whole process is one we 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 had everything figured out that we needed to get there. There's there there just wasn't a reason to fake it. If it's for cost sake, we still had to build the Saturn V. We had oh, to still yeah. build and launch a big fuck off rocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Um, still build and launch a big fuck off rocket yeah. and pay a uh, staff to uh, monitor work out it, yeah. how to build and launch this big fuck off rocket. Yeah. Uh. So at that point, why not just go? We well, know how just, to get there.
0: <laughs> just
1: do it. There, th- the yeah. fuck's
0: the point? Right. You got all these astronauts. I still love that Buzz Aldrin will absolutely one hundred percent sock mm-hmm. anybody who fucking comes up and tries to dispute it. I was like, I'm just fucking tired of your shit. Yeah, this this, this is enough.
1: There's too many, uh, and 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 I think a lot of that too has because uh, there was there was unfortunately with one of the Apollo launches, there was an accident that caused uh, the death of, of three of the guys he was he was with. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, and that was a the uh, uh, I can't imagine having to go through all that and go through what is probably the scariest thing. Uh, uh the scariest thing you've ever done in your life uh and then have get back and tell people and have people tell you that it didn't happen you right yeah
0: fuck and like how long how much grueling training did you do how you know like how how hard did you just pound your own body your own psyche to do yeah. this amazing thing for essentially not just yourself but for the nation and mm-hmm. then half the nation's like <laughs> you're you, dumb dumb Fuck you, dude! (laughs) What the shit? Didn't happen. Oh man. So, um, okay, but throwing that off because that was something I wanted to talk to you about. Just, Mm -hmm. just, just to get your feel on it, and and I'm I'm really glad that you're just that you're just like, eh, yeah, fuck him. But um,
1: like it's nobody's ever gonna take him seriously. I mean, it's just there's no good reason for it. So no, no,
0: no. Um, but you wanted to talk about one specific hero. One, 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 uh, the sort of the oh, unspoken Michael. hero. Yes.
1: Uh, the unspoken hero of, of Apollo 11, uh, uh, Michael Collins. He was, uh, he was the, the astronaut who was up in the command module while, uh, Neil and Buzz went down in Eagle. Um, and, uh, for every, uh, he had to stay up in the command module make sure everything was all right. Make sure, uh, send reports back to, uh, uh, back to Houston. Um, and he just uh, he gets forgotten a lot and he was a really cool guy uh and did a lot um and it for a uh for about 90 minutes of day was the furthest human ever uh the the furthest human ever away from earth um and was also the loneliest man on uh in the world he could not uh, for 90 minutes a day he could not communicate with anybody
0: fuck that noise yeah like You're- I, well, at the same time, I feel like we know a lot of uh, really antisocial people that would probably be really okay with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but uh, that's I guess I never thought about that like him mm. actually because he is in orbit around the moon. And so being on the far side of the moon, yeah, he would have been the farthest away yep. from the earth ever. Like yeah. I, I never thought about that. That's yeah, actually and really cool.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, there's a. Um I don't think it was the picture he he took but it was uh one that was the um no that yeah it was the uh it, it was the picture he took from the command module of the moon he you see the termination line of the moon where where the horizon is hitting where the day night line is yep. um and then you see the earth on the other side of that yeah and it's just like he is the only person uh he is the only living human being not pictured in that photo the,
0: Fucking, that's just so weird yeah that is just so weird yeah so weird <laughs> so okay um uh, no other other than other than just the fact that he was kind of an unsung hero mm-hmm. you know I mean really you know buzz yeah and, and um yeah, the other uh Neil buzz and neil were you know while they were buzzing around downstairs down on the moon and mm-hmm. going around in Rovers and playing golf or whatever the fuck they were doing yeah here's this poor sap you know, just making sure, like everybody, you know, the kids are having their fun. Yeah, you know, we're just gonna send send a note <laughs> just the to little the parents. helicopter parent. Yeah, though. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys still going? Okay, we're just gonna let your parents know everything's okay at home. Um, but was there something specific about about him or what he did that 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 made you just appreciate him that much uh, more?
1: Yeah, it was just like because if you if you've read interviews with him after that fact, uh, uh. He does get brought up as sort of the the forgotten man of Apollo Eleven. It, it, dude just takes it in stride. Uh, he's 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 really chill about it, and and it's like he just has a really cool attitude about it. He's like, I was there. I did I did a really really cool thing, and uh, like I understand too. Like I'm not gonna be the guy who set foot on the moon. Like that's that's understandable, but. I knew my part, and I knew my part was integral. And you know, I yeah. can go to bed knowing that this was awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, he's a good, uh, like he's just a cool guy, and and I wish more people would know about him or I'd like have have that name.
0: Sure, sure. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so I one thing I can't get over with the whole Apollo program
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, was the size of the fucking capsules. Yeah, that. To me, having to be that close to two other people, mm-hmm. uh, dudes in that small of a space for how long? How long were they like uh, um, from launch to total, return? Yeah.
1: Total was like, um, let's see here. I want to say it was from, I think it was a little over 10 days. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, and I thought like, I'm like a week, a week seems about appropriate, but it doesn't seem mm-hmm. long enough.
1: For whatever reason, I keep thinking like the 11th to the 24th, but I'm not sure if that's mm. right. Um, okay, but yeah, that's that's there and back.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that's a, like they still uh, there's a common name for, for for that in the old space program is just spam in a can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just packing yeah, man. into a can. No, um, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. Like yeah. a, a, the the pressure, the absolute mental. The the mental capacity to be able to sit there calm as a clam on top of this ridiculously the largest ever built rocket mm-hmm. being launched to fuck off, <laughs> and, you know, and with yeah. two other guys, and all of you are just like, yeah, hey, so.
1: Uh, this is what we do. Imagine, like, that's what you do for a living. Yeah, that's yeah. why you have to get up, no, <laughs> get your lunchbox, head out the door, kiss your wife on the way out the door, and you be like, "Bye, sweetie, I'm gonna go launch at a big fuck off rocket."
0: <laughs> get my space ice cream. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: dude, gonna yep. go pee in a bag. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, dude. Now I that to me, and that was something that I remembered. um Even even when we went out to. uh went out to the east coast uh where i visited my sister and her family mm-hmm. um we went to the smithsonian and they had some some uh yeah I uh, think... some displays there from apollo 11 you know mm-hmm. they had like the the uh replicas of like the large thrusters and um and still like i just it, it blows my mind to think how oh, small like wh- like just to be in the front yeah. of that i i don't it it just <laughs> You've got stories, stories and stories of rockets and stages and yeah. payload and fuel all for this little fucking capsule that could fit in this room. Right. Le- I mean, not it would, you could probably fit two of them in here.
1: Oh, yeah. You could absolutely, especially the command module in the Eagle, maybe, but definitely the command module uh, would, would fit in this room. And that includes the fuel that's in the command module as well. Yeah. And that that fuel tank behind that, but it's uh, yeah, it's nut bar. I, 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 but I mean, I, that's that's what they had the technology to do. I mean, before, yeah. before at least before the the space shuttle. The space shuttle gives you maybe maybe a little bit more room. There's like a galley and stuff in there.
0: But, oh sure, yeah. sure, yeah, 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 I that fucking blows. My, it still to this day just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So what um what is probably of of all of it your favorite aspect of it? I mean, is it is it uh is it the rockets is it is it the fact that it was ultimately a mission to the moon was it was it the first man mission to um successfully land somebody on a lunar surface i mean what 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 was it was it the ambitious goal what what was it about the apollo program that really brought you to it
1: i think that uh, the idea of of Having to go to such an incredibly foreign environment, and extremely foreign and extremely hostile, and then having to to engineer and build um, a system of transportation that plays by those rules. Sure, uh, because it's that was something I, I even just doing simulate uh, le- the flight sims is that that was something I I had to learn from ground one is how to. Um, how to coordinate and how to be able to to move effectively uh, in space. Because the idea that that um, you're always moving relative to something. You're never still in space. You're always oh, moving sure. in thousands and thousands of meters per second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to change that just even sometimes just minuscule amounts to drastically change where you're headed um, is is insane to me and the the idea of you've got three guys in what is essentially a a what would otherwise be a three thousand dollar a month apartment in new york but (laughs) (laughs) uh three guys stuck in a can yeah uh uh have just they've got a pencil and paper and they're gonna math it out
0: no yeah all the nopes
1: yeah it's incredible
0: right on right on man so okay, well, well, what else did you want to kind of go over? What else did you kind of want to talk about in regards to the Apollo program? Because I have to admit, my my knowledge of it is very limited. Like I said, typically whenever it's on, yep. like if I see something about it, I'm gonna fucking watch it because I find it fascinating as shit. Yeah, but
1: uh, like I said, my my biggest uh, uh, my biggest nerdiest part about it is is being able to to, to uh, move while in space and being able to sort of like under become familiar with terms like an apoapsis and periapsis and, and being able to, to uh, uh, figure out your, your movement directions in, in space and, and what you need to do. Um, one of the biggest things, to, and they talk about this actually in first man, uh, the, the movie that was recently with Brian Gosling, where he plays um, Neil Armstrong. Oh yeah. yeah, um, Very good. If you get the chance, but it, he talks about it in the movie, and this was something too that uh, I, I I related with in a way, in a weird way, because I had to learn how to do it the exact same way in a simulation. Was if you're, uh, say you're 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 now in orbit, you've got a module in orbit, you're sitting in your can, and you see something, and you want a rendezvous with another uh, uh another piece of equipment or another vessel that's in front of you. Yeah having to learn that I can't just burn towards that. Oh. Because if I burn towards it, I'm going to wind up being farther behind.
0: What? And I'll tell you why. That, okay. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Go on. I'm going to tell you
1: why. So with a, uh, whenever you're in a stable orbit, um, and I'm just going to try and show you this way, but so like you've got your line, you've got your orbital line. Yep. And you've got two vessels down here on this side. If you start burning towards this vessel, you're burning prograde because you're both moving this direction. Yeah. So you're burning prograde, uh, which is... It, do you remember it, like playing a flight simulator? You know that little symbol? It's a circle with a line, uh, two hashes coming off, one off the top, and then two coming out of the bottom or the yeah. middle? That's the prograde symbol. So that's you're increasing your speed. When you're burning in the prograde direction, you're increasing the speed to your relative orbit. Okay. So you're increasing speed in the direction you're traveling. Okay. Um. And, but if you burn that way and you've got this other uh, 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 module in front of you, what you're actually doing is extending out the other side of your orbit because now you're going oh. faster. So your, you're, uh, you're, orbit. Your
0: orbit. so you're going to go further around. Exactly. And by so, the time
1: you come back around, that thing's going to be even further in front of you. Uh,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of going, so it's, so if, if you burn towards it, you're, your orbit your orbit gets larger while that one remains the same. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So
1: then when you're looking at that object, essentially what you gotta figure out is how far away is it from you, and then you have to reduce that distance off your orbit by burning in the other
0: direction. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That messes with everything <laughs> that, that I think we have ever learned. I was thinking that he would actually like uh that he would actually drop his orbit a little bit. Right, and so that so then that way you if by dropping your orbit a little bit by making your orbit circle smaller, then you would actually catch it closer.
1: Exactly. So that's and that's what you have to do when you burn. Say if you burn the other direction, you're burning. Um, uh, I forget the uh, um, not program. Uh, 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 Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll just shout it out because I'll remember what this uh, what it <laughs> refers to. But you're essentially burning. You're burning to slow down, and what that does is shrink your orbit. So that, oh yeah, that shrinks okay. your orbit on the other side. Hey,
0: so I'm I did you a I did a smart without you even you did a smart. Okay, yeah. I did a smart. Check me out, people. Retrograde. That's what it's called. Retrograde. Yeah, the thing yeah. Mercury
1: is always in. I don't you know.
0: know guys, <laughs> I got my crystals. I'm ready. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is cool. So. Yep. Right on,
1: yeah. That was uh, that was a really neat to, thing to figure out, and he actually like yeah. There's a scene a scene in the movie where uh, and Ryan Gosling does a great job as that uh, in that role. But he's uh, like sitting there trying to figure it out. He's like yeah, no, this this doesn't make any sense because the guy flew planes forever, sure, um, and it was uh, uh you know it being able to to change those rules in your own head uh, after you have so much experience flying. To Here's now how you fly in a vacuum. Good luck. Um. <laughs> Godspeed. Yeah. Fuck.
0: So how, so how was how was first man and compared? Like, do you feel like a lot of it? I mean, you've already touched on like one part of it that really was 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 very well on par. I mean, is there a movie or something that do you, think, do you feel like anybody could watch and be like, holy shit, like that's really that's yeah. really on par.
1: I would say without the like without like the the landing descent. I didn't see the the uh, movie they made of Apollo Eleven fairly recently. Maybe it was years ago, uh, but they had made an Apollo Eleven movie. But uh, Apollo Thirteen is a great great movie. Um, there's a lot of stuff there is very very accurate, um, uh, and it's good indication of kind of what. You know especially because that's the almost the same exact module if i remember right so like what it was like to be in a that spam in a can oh sure on your way there yeah, yeah. um but it's a uh, it's a really uh it i mean obviously it's classic but the the um you know with the exception of they didn't land
0: but, right right right
1: and understandably so that's they made it back safe that's the important part
0: yes absolutely um So how do how do you feel? I mean, do you hold? um, I don't want to say any ill will, but like, do you always kind of hold the Apollo program a little bit in higher standard than, like, say, the shuttle program?
1: No, no, uh, not at all. Because if we didn't have the shuttle program, we wouldn't have the the ISS. Um, Fair, uh, and we wouldn't have Huddle uh, or Hubble. We wouldn't have. um, I was actually I was really really sad to see the. Um, the shuttle program go. I mean, it's always, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I I just wish we had a, a a good like state replacement for it. I wish NASA had a good replacement for it rather than having to ride up with SpaceX or the Russians. Right. Um, Right. But uh, other than that, it's, I just, uh, I wish we had something. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was, uh, when I was, I think we were talking about it. When I was a kid and a teenager, they talked about the X-33, which was supposed to be the single stage uh, to orbit module, uh, which is one really, really ambitious, really, really hard to do. Uh, but they, they were talking about that for years and years and years. Hmm. Um, but it's uh, uh, it just never came to be, and it was scrapped. Uh, I always thought that was really cool, and I thought that would turn into something. Never did.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I know I was really sad because, you know, uh me growing up, I only ever knew the shuttle program. Yep. To me, that's that's what that was modern space travel. And that's mm-hmm. how it would be for. And like if they were going to scrap the shuttle program, it would be replaced by something right. uh, naturally. That's just how it would be. Uh, and now, it, yeah, you're exactly right now. It's like, oh, corporate SpaceX and we're going to, I mean, not anything against the Russians, but yeah, we're like, we're Having to hitch rides and yeah, it's on like
1: a, on a Soyuz, which has been around since the seventies. Yeah, um, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the shuttle program. I don't think the shuttle program is is uh, is as sexy as a Saturn V, but. <laughs> uh, or, um, the uh, a real rocket's got curves, <laughs> yeah. Real rocket's got curves, <laughs> uh, whereas a uh, um, yeah, real rocket has stages.
0: Oh, uh, yeah,
1: but uh, I mean the 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 shuttle has stages. Obviously, it's got its SRBs that it deploys in the fuel tank. But okay, I nerd, mean, that we thi- get it. That yeah. Thing ju-
0: yeah, you that took thing just- <laughs> the joke and fucking ruined it with your nerdness. God damn it! Sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> the uh, but like I I don't know it it's still cool, but just like I don't know being able to see that the, the uh, the sonic boom come off of a, a Saturn V versus just watching a watching a shuttle just sort of belly flop its way into space.
0: <laughs> that was always interesting to me. Yeah, was whenever you'd see a shuttle launch and then you'd see it make that turn and then it would like, I'm like, why is it upside down? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> that's that's how you fall. Don't. <laughs>
1: It, that's the only way it does it and yeah, it's the only way
0: I yeah. I, and it I, I get it it makes mm. sense it's just it's always really super funny to me yeah um well right on man yeah you got anything else that you kind of wanted to cover about this uh, not
1: really i mean it's uh i i appreciate you having me on it's been super cool fuck yeah dude right.
0: no before we leave though the more you know what what if anything and recently have you come across and it doesn't have to be a it can be apollo related it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. um that you have come across that you think that any of the listeners might really enjoy uh comic book tv show movie music uh game oh um,
1: yeah um I, I i will happily plug uh um uh, KSP it's a game that I've been really able to, especially if you love just creative little tools. If you love little little games that just sort of let you, it's it's like it's like the uh, it's like building a house in The Sims, but with rockets. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the portion of The Sims where you're building a house, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really. Um, it's a really fun game, and the sequel's coming out next year, and, and so far it looks good. Uh, so I'm excited to see what that'll be. So this is a good time to hop on, I think.
0: K-S-P.
1: Yeah. It's called Kerbal Space Program. K-E-R-B-A-L. You just get these little, like, little... They kind of look like minions. They were like minions before minions, but these little yeah. green dudes. Okay. Um, uh, and the game has a, like, really, really good sense of humor. There's really, really good references in it uh, to, um, you know, just different, uh, different pop culture, different sci-fi. Okay. Um, Based on the names of parts and...
0: and oh, and sure. cripples themselves, so... Fun, yeah. fun, man. I and, and that's on Steam? You said yep. you got it on Steam? It's, it's-
1: on Steam, but it is... Uh, you can also find it on uh, PS4 and Xbox. Oh, no shit. Yep. The, uh, uh, I, if you can get it for PC, I highly recommend it. The modding community for it is amazing, and the DLCs <laughs> that are only available on PC are really good. Okay. Uh, but if you've only got console, get it on console. It's worth it.
0: Right on, man. Awesome. Well, Jake... Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you. And I would say uh, if anybody who's listening, who cares? Jake and I are in live from lacrosse, mm-hmm. and we've got a hell of a show coming up uh, with November uh, 9th, I 9th, think, 9th maybe? November 9th. It's one night only. I'm going to do a shameless plug here, people, and I'm sorry for that. But no, yes, November okay. 9th, we've got Eric Stolhansky.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Rabbit from Super Troopers uh, and and Beer Fest, uh, much fame ado in the uh, uh, Broken Lizard comedy group and... Honestly, the like the dude's been game for every stupid thing we've pitched at him and it's been awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's been incredible. I can't wait. I can't wait to fucking even just meet him. Unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to meet him yet, um, yeah. but he just sounds awesome from the people uh, our head writer Nick Pearson who's who's been talking with him. He's just super laid back, super great. Yeah, awesome. Chill. He yeah. is a super trooper.
1: Yeah, it, also DTF. I've heard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> very nice very nice <laughs> yeah. but yes uh for anybody who's interested in that please uh it's one night only it's in it's at the weber center in La Crosse, wisconsin um tickets are on sale going to brown paper tickets mm-hmm. brown tickets.com you can find it search live from lacrosse you can find us on facebook youtube all that silly yep. shit
1: and if it's easier you can get the the link for the tickets page off of our facebook page just hit us up there
0: yeah yeah and uh they're, they're going to go out quick. It's one night, two shows. Please come see us. Shameless plug over. I am so sorry. <laughs> but hey, thank you again, Jake. Uh, this is fun. We shall have to do it again. Uh, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. Cheers, motherfucker. Cheers.